Hello and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name's Tom Rebeck and I'm here with Eric Otterson. Now, Eric, you recently wrote a piece on the move of mobile operators to unlimited plans uh, based on our consumer survey. Now, the the research that you did had some slightly surprising results that we'll talk about today. Um, and obviously, in the notes to this podcast, we'll put a link to the to the article that you wrote. Now, clearly, unlimited plans are being used by many operators almost as a sort of default way of trying to upgrade customers and to raise or at least defend ARPU. Now, your article suggests that this may not necessarily be the best approach. So first of all, what does the survey tell us about the introduction of these unlimited plans? Uh, to what extent is it based on demand from customers? And to what extent is it is it purely just competition? Yes, well, the survey, the survey data shows us that the share of consumers on unlimited plan is growing. Um, and at first glance, this seems intuitive since data consumption is growing. However, if, if we look closer at the data, we can see that take up of unlimited plans varies significantly by country and that the countries with large shares of consumers on unlimited plans, such as the USA and Spain, don't actually use that much data. In fact, these two countries have an average data consumption that is lower than the average consumption for all the countries in our survey. So for us, this is a clear indication that it's not actually demand for data that is driving the adoption of unlimited plans. Uh, instead, we believe that it is the competition in the market that drives the adoption. So, for example, all the major MNOs in the USA offer unlimited plans at a small premium over their largest limited plan. And they also market these plans more heavily than the limited plans. And in Spain, Vodafone is trying to disrupt the market by offering unlimited plans at a lower cost than its peers. And this is a trend we can see in all the countries where adoption of unlimited plans is high, is that one or more operators have tried to disrupt the market by offering unlimited plans at a competitive price. And that uh, in turn has forced its competitors to match that offer. And naturally that has led to consumers taking these attractive offers, even if they don't actually need unlimited data. So, yeah, so it's really in response to competition. And uh, as soon as one operator starts offering unlimited plans at an attractive price, then everybody else has to follow, I guess. Exactly. But it does lead to this interesting situation where, and there's a chart, and it's obviously been in the the link in the article, where you can see that, say, in the US, it's almost half of customers are on unlimited plans, whereas average data usage is just a bit over 10 gigs. And that compares to, say, well, say Sweden, um, where you are, where usage is more like uh, 16, 17 gigs, but it's only about 10% of customers are on unlimited plans. So there's really no relationship between data usage and how quickly those unlimited plans are being pushed. Yeah, that's right. Which is, uh, I think, a, a, an interesting finding. The other thing that you looked at in the article was the link between unlimited plans and satisfaction. So do you want to talk about that and what the chart shows there? Yeah, so looking at the chart, we can see that data allowance size is generally strongly correlated with satisfaction. As we can see, the NPS grows as data allowance size uh, increases. However, once we get to the unlimited plans, we can see that satisfaction actually decreases and that uh, consumers on limited plans that have more than 10 gigabytes are uh, generally more satisfied than those on unlimited plans. 
And uh, our survey data also shows that consumers are the most satisfied when uh, they use more than half, but are just within their limit of data allowance. And of course, this is not possible if you have an unlimited plan. And one possible reason for this, I guess, is that those on unlimited plans may be feeling like they're paying for, for a service that they, they don't actually use. Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting result and, and very much counterintuitive. You would have thought that the, the same trend would continue. The bigger the data plan, the more satisfied customers are. And then it would continue. If you have an unlimited plan, that would increase NPS. But actually, like you say, we see the opposite. And actually, there's a big dip in the NPS of customers on an unlimited plan. What's also interesting, this isn't some sort of freak result. We've seen this in previous surveys in previous years. It's also consistent across, I think, all of the countries except for one. I think in South Africa, we did see the uh, unlimited plans. You, you, you do see a rise in NPS, but in South Africa, the, the percentage of people taking unlimited plans is absolutely tiny. So everywhere else where there's a reasonable take up of, of, of the unlimited plans, there is a big dip. Now, like you say, it's... Um, uh, well, it's obviously a, a counterintuitive. Possibly, it's about this 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 thing that people are paying for. I mean, it would suggest, like you say, it, it, people are unhappy with that they're paying for all of this data and they know that they're not using it. Um, I mean, there potentially could be other other factors behind this. It may be that they were expecting a completely unlimited plan when they move to unlimited with no restrictions. Now, clearly most operators have some sort of fair use policy or some sort of restrictions on their unlimited plan. Um, and it may be, obviously this correlation isn't causation. It may be something else is is behind this that's completely unrelated. It may be that the sort of person who takes an unlimited plan is always gonna be dis more dissatisfied than, than other customers for completely different reasons. Um, but it is interesting and goes back to this, the, the point that we were talking about at the beginning where operators as a sort of default strategy are moving to unlimited plans. And the assumption is that I, I guess that moving unlimited customers to unlimited plans will keep them, keep them more satisfied. Um, but that's clearly not necessarily, not necessarily the case. So maybe just, just moving on then, what are the implications of these results for, for operators? Well, as we see it, the biggest issue for, for operators is that Increasing data allowance is one of the only levers uh, to justify price rises and increase ARPU. And uh, like these countries that we talked about before, the USA and Spain, uh, that already have big share, a uh, big share of uh, cons uh, consumers on unlimited plans. So the challenge they face now is finding new ways to increase ARPU. Um, but then we have these other countries where the share of unlimited plans is still fairly low. And uh, what we can say about these operators is we believe that they should be cautious in migrating uh, to unlimited plans too fast, as it seems like there is no upside for the operators in doing so. Not only does it limit your, you in uh, increasing ARPU, but it also seems like it creates issues around customer satisfaction. Yeah. Now, I guess, I mean, this is part, only partly in a single operator's control. Um, if there is a disruptive operator that moves very quickly to unlimited plans at a very cheap price, then they need, need to respond. But if we're looking at um, most of the countries uh, in, in, in the survey, the, the percentage of customers on unlimited plans is still relatively, relatively low. So looking at um, so sort of France and, and, and Germany and, and Turkey and so on, it's sort of 10% or less than 10% in the, in the UK. Maybe it's just slightly above 
ten uh, percent. But there's still a lot of um, there's a lot of customers who aren't on on unlimited plans, so probably operators don't want to push for unlimited plans too quickly. Um, and then, as you say, for the operators um, uh, like those in the US where it's already gone unlimited, then they need to look at, at, at different options. And you've got a separate article, which I, I think has been published or may not have been published yet, but looking at what Verizon's doing. And that's looking at um, different content bundles and, and, and things like that as a ways of justifying the price rises once you've moved everybody to a, an, an unlimited plan. OK, great. Well, well thank you um, very much for that, Eric. Um, there's plenty more on what's happening in, in, in mobile services and mobile tariffs on our website. As we said, we'll put links to this content um, in, in the show notes. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you for listening. <laughs>